I don't need to like swap out who I am for someone else that I admire. I instead just need to take a good look at who did God make me? And then how do I partner with him in making the most of that? And that for me has been a really helpful perspective that has let me let go of a lot of shame and guilt in comparison. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends. We're so glad you're here with us this week. And we are talking about one of my favorite subjects. Introverts. Should I say that quietly? I'll you whisper should. it. Introverts. Introverts. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. It sound creepy. <laughs> I like it. That was like the, the Gollum version of <laughs> introverts. My introverts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing this, Holly, because you actually have a really creative, cool book that's coming out. And if you would just indulge us, because I'm excited about it. Would you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, it is called Introvert by Design, a guided journal for living with new confidence in who you're created to be. So it's a 31-day guided journal that also has a little Devo content at the front of each day. And I'm excited about it. It's a follow-up to the powerful purpose of introverts, but it's mostly new content. And I heard a lot of feedback that people wanted a more hands-on approach. They were like, great, read that. Now I want to go deeper and know how to incorporate this into my life day by day. And so that's what the guided journal is. I love how you address that, you know, for the longest you felt like you needed to be an extrovert to be able to do what God's called you to do. And I think that that's what so many of us feel like, you know, we're in the not enough introvert crowd. So I love that you address that. So I'd love for you to just share how that process, like how did you, when did that finally hit that you were, you know, designed to be an introvert on purpose and there was nothing that you needed to change about that, but you yeah. just needed to work with yourself. Yeah. In that. Well, I first found out I was an introvert in college. It was at a campus ministry meeting. And one of those moments where like, I can see it in my mind, like it's a photograph because it was that impactful. This guest speaker was talking about personality types and talked about introverts. And I thought, wow, you mean there's other people who engage with the world like I do? And also, it's okay. And I just remember that moment. And then through the years, I read some other books like Quiet by Susan Cain that helped me go deeper. And then in 2015, I had this crazy year where I think I traveled 20 times Mm -hmm. and... I pushed myself to the brink of burnout. And I remember being in this conference where I had been the keynote Saturday and Sunday morning. I was just not keeping it together. (laughs) And I felt like God was saying, go home and get on a plane, take a nap. I needed that, but also go home to who I created you to be. And I had assumed if I'm going to be an author and speaker, I have to act like an extrovert. Like, I didn't even question that. Like, I thought yeah. that's the deal because I had seen other people on stages. They seem like extroverts. thought that's the job. And I learned 
actually that God intentionally created introverts and that we have strengths and gifts that our world needs just as much as those of extroverts and that I could be just as effective, even more so because it didn't lead me into burnout, being an introvert called to use words to encourage people. So I wrote the book out of that out of the process of collecting thousands of articles and having lots of conversations with people and engaging with my fellow introverts, learning from my fellow extroverts. And that is what led me here. Yeah. You know, when I think about, there's four of us sitting here right now, Kara, our producer, we're all introverts, but Holly, we're also all different. I think we're all different. Maybe on the scale of introvert. I don't know. (laughs) So how do we embrace the fact that we're introverts, but maybe we don't look like our fellow introvert or act like our fellow introvert? Yeah, I think remembering that being an introvert or extrovert is just one dimension of us. Mm -hmm. And it's based on how our brains and nervous systems are wired. There are biological differences, but it's not the whole picture of us. Yeah. And so just saying this impacts certain elements of who I am in particular, it's going to impact what energizes you and what drains you. And knowing the areas that it's impacted is important for thriving and who you are as an introvert or extrovert. But it is only one piece of a very big puzzle that we are all unique. We are all different. We all express our introvertness or extrovertness in beautiful ways that God designed for us to do. Yeah. But if we ignore it or push it down, mm-hmm. like somehow we're we're sad that we're not like, you know, Christy's one of our friends and she's like, I don't know, 25 on the extrovert scale. <laughs> yes. And so if we're not all like Christy, it, it, we shouldn't beat ourselves up. No, not at all. And introverts and extroverts love people equally. Mm-hmm. We yeah. just love people differently. And so as introverts, we enjoy probably a long conversation with one or a few people over Mm -hmm. coffee, where Christy probably rocks it at dinner parties and conferences where she can engage with a group. Mm -hmm. And that's not about how much we love people. It's about how much stimulation we are at our best with coming at us from the outside. And so the world needs both. And I did this survey where I asked introverts and extroverts, what's your biggest challenge as an introvert or extrovert? And I was really surprised to find the extrovert answer was loneliness, mm-hmm. not the introvert answer. The introverts did not say that. Mm-hmm. The extrovert said their biggest challenge was loneliness. So we look at these people and say, oh my gosh, they're so good with people. Their schedules are so full. They're busy all the time. They must just never be lonely, you know, and actually our extrovert friends are craving the kind of deeper connection that we as introverts provide. That's what I heard. I have all these people in my life, but sometimes I feel like no one knows me in a deeper way. Mm -hmm. And then we as introverts need our extrovert pals to say, hey, lighten up a little. (laughs) Go have some fun with me. At least some of us, you know, and need them to help us be out in the world a bit more or try new things. You know, again, we're all different. So whatever is going to vary between us. But It was just a big aha to realize, you know, we have these stereotypes of, oh, the extrovert who has the full, you know, social calendar and the introvert who likes to be on their own. Neither one of those are accurate. Mm -mm. It's extroverts struggle with loneliness, introverts and really enjoy people just maybe in different ways than an extrovert might. Mm -hmm. 
I see it as having a timer on it. But what I love about what you're saying about introverts and extroverts is like we kind of need each other in a big way. My friend Carrie calls this um, that you adopt a designated extrovert and you take her to all your parties, mm-hmm. you know, and you have someone by your side that can like, you know, is not afraid of the awkward lull or whatever it is in conversation. And we're really designed to work together. So I'd love for you to kind of speak into that because we really do need all of us to function in the way that God's designed us to be and to just be okay with that. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that right at half the population is introverts and half is extroverts. So to me, that shows intentionality on God's part to say, this is a complementary pairing. And when we look at creation, there's lots of those, you know, masculine, feminine, day and night, land and sea, I think introvert and extrovert. And so I think it's both types saying who God made me is good. And I have gifts and strengths to offer the world. I also have struggles and I'm also not complete on my own. Mm -hmm. So how do I team up with people who are different than me, who help me grow And that way, all of us become more of who we're made to be. And that's the end goal, Mm -hmm. you know, for each of us individually to embrace who we are, become all God created us to be, and to do that without shame or guilt or comparison, but just fully being the one person that he made that will never be again. There's not ever going to be another us. Yeah. I I just went ahead and married an extrovert. <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> that is helpful. You have a live-in designated yeah. extrovert. I, I do. <laughs> and you know what's been interesting over the years is that I've noticed that I've brought some um, quiet to Richard. I've brought some space to him. But he's also given me the courage to be able to say, I totally am an introvert and I embrace that, but I'm also really good with people. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't because I was so, I didn't like small talk at all. And so like, honestly, I would hide. Like if I saw somebody coming that I knew that they were going to be like huge on small talk, I would would take an exit (laughs) wherever I was. But I've, but I've learned that that's okay that it's all right for me to go deep with someone too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. We, we we rub off on each other in yeah. a sense. Yeah. With you. I was thinking about some conversations. Like I have to like really gauge myself a little bit because I, like people want to talk about the weather and I want to be like, what's your deepest pain point? <laughs> yeah. you know? And so I'm just trying to not go there first, you yeah. know, like, yeah. ease them into it. You know, how's your heart? And people are like, I just wanted to tell you I like your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I'm in soul, S-O-U-L. Yes. (laughs) I just think it's fun to um, be in a place where you can grow in confidence. Like what your book is trying to help all of us do is grow in that confidence to where we know who we are. And we know, um, I love how you say our weaknesses are also attached to our strengths and a superpower. So I love to think of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I realized that I worked for a while as a counselor and a lot of times clients would come in and say, I just want to get rid of this part of who I am, you know, Mm -hmm. and I could understand that. I felt that way. But I never quite felt like God was on board with that plan. And I realized that's not how transformation works. So, for example, introverts have more sensitive nervous systems, which means we can struggle a bit more with things like anxiety. So if you picture that on a continuum where there's that God created nervous system and on the left side, it can be a struggle. But on the right side, it can be a strength because Mm -hmm. research shows that introverts have 
strengths like empathy and consideration and attention to detail. And that is the mirror of that struggle of anxiety. Both are about caring a lot (laughs) and paying very close attention to what is going on around you. And so the work of transformation is not, I need to change who I am, like amputate parts of who I am, but instead how each day through the power of the Holy Spirit, do I take one small step toward the strengths end of who God created me to be and away from the struggle end? And that's transformation over a lifetime. That is the good work that God is doing in us that he says will be complete when we go home. Yeah. You know, and that to me is freeing to say, I don't need to like swap out who I am for someone else that I admire. I instead just need to take a good look at who did God make me? And then how do I partner with him in making the most of that? And that for me has been a really helpful perspective that has let me let go of a lot of shame and guilt and comparison. Yeah, I know that for me, when I think about my time with the Lord, it is always with an open something. I have the Bible, but I also have something and I have pens and I have markers. And that's just the way my heart works when I'm talking to the Lord. So when I think about your journal, your book being there, tell me how that's going to work for me. Yeah. So there are questions for reflection built into it. There's a prayer. There's open journaling space. There's also little segments where each day you can record things like what drains you, what energizes you, make a to-da list, which I love. Introverts tend to be hard on themselves. And so instead of a to-do list, you have a little space to make a to-da list, which is three things you did well. Oh, okay. I just got that. that. I have. So, Ken, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, instead of giving yourself more to do, more pressure, it's about pausing and saying, okay, yeah, what did I do well? How did my strengths show up? How did God use me today? And then there's uh, also a prompt that will help you think about the future. So, you're really pausing for this moment, looking back, and then looking forward. And then having just some space for reflection and engagement with Jesus. Yeah. And I, you know what? It's really interesting as you're talking about that. I I know that I'm going to love it. I mean, I just do. But I'm also thinking about someone much younger than me who's just trying to figure out who she is and she's in my life. And like, I think about her being able to sit and embrace that part of who she is, but also the (laughs) ta-da list to be able to say This is because of who I am, because of the way you've made me, God, here's three things that I'm going to celebrate today instead of beat myself up over. I just think that's really powerful. So, yes, I want one for me. But I also think that I have some younger friends in my life that are going to love this a whole lot. Yeah, that would be my hope. And I do think it'd be really fun to do it with someone else. Yeah. Like a friend or a sister or a daughter or even a group. Uh, if you're an introvert, meet up at that coffee shop with a few of you and go yeah. through it yeah. because it is fun things to talk about, but hopefully also some insights that will really set some hearts free. Okay, man, I'm excited about this. So how can we find out 
where to find the book? How can we find out about anything that you have to offer with the book? Because you always do. Yeah. So tell us about that. You can go to hollygirth.com slash introverts. You'll find the book there. You can read a free excerpt. You can also take a free quiz to find out what percent introvert you are. And then I have a lot of other goodies and resources there as well. So that's hollygirth.com slash introverts. Awesome. So if you're listening and you're an introvert, I just want you to know that God created you to be uniquely you. And here's a resource to help you just embrace that and cheer on your other fellow introverts as well. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.